I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. KSL Outdoors with Tim Hughes on KSL News Radio. Welcome back to KSL Outdoors Radio. I'm looking forward to our next conversation. It's actually been a while in the making here because uh, Travis Holland and I have been sort of zigging and zagging in different directions. But Travis is the communications and PR manager for Solitude Mountain Resort. Man, you guys have had a busy summer, haven't you? We absolutely have. We're putting in new avalanche control systems. We're installing a new chairlift, and a new solitude bike park just opened up. Yeah, in all, if I'm looking at uh, the the press release that was sent out a while ago, there's like $16 million in improvements at the resort. Is that right? Absolutely, yeah. This is a huge summer for solitude. We've been really busy up here. Uh, let's start with the biking, because uh, I happen to be a mountain biker, and any time there are some new trails to be uh, played on, it gets my attention. But when I see the name Gravity Logic attached to it, I know it's going to be something special. They really are known, not just uh, here in the States, but all over North America for the work they do. Absolutely, yeah. They're the best in the business. We were really excited to get them out here. And, you know, they spent last summer doing a lot of the flagging, a lot of the planning, and that's really what allowed us to hit the ground running this summer once the snow melted and get cranking on these new trails. Give us a little uh, background on what these trails are about. It's all lift served, obviously, right? Absolutely. And we've had mountain biking trails here at Solitude in the past, but these four new Gravity Logic trails are a lot of fun. They're all, you know, downhill specific trails. They're off the Moonbeam Express. It's a quick ride up, but it still accesses six miles of new trails. And uh, these are the flow trails, as they like to call them, where really not much effort is needed to uh, pedal up because once you get up there, the gravity takes care of the rest. Yeah, that's true. And personally, that's my favorite thing about these trails. Not a whole lot of pedaling, just a super fun ride all the way down. Are there uh, different levels uh, for, you know, different skill levels that are going to be welcomed up onto these uh, trails? Or or is it uh, for only those that are, of of, you know, medium to... uh, I wouldn't say expert, but uh, I'm sure you must have trails that are available to all skill levels, right? Absolutely. You know, this is just the first phase of the new trails, but it was still really important to us that when we opened up with these four new trails, that we had trails for every ability level. So we've got everything from green to black diamond. You rent bikes there? Remind me. We do, yeah. We rent bikes, helmets, protective equipment. We even do bike lessons for those that are just getting into downhill mountain biking. What does it take to get into a lesson? Just go on to SolitudeMountain.com and book a lesson. We're open Friday, Saturdays, and Sundays through October 8th. All right, so time is short because you're going to have to make the turn here to get ready for winter before long. 
Well, yeah, we are getting ready for winter. Temperatures are dropping, but, you know, these trails are up here. They're ready to ride. So we really wanted to let, you know, the locals come up and get an idea of what's to come before we shift into winter this year. Yeah, because next year they'll have a full season of uh, riding fun up there uh, with these new trail systems. All right, let's shift gears to uh, winter because uh, there's a new high-speed six-person lift that I know people are really going to be grateful for up there. Absolutely. The new upgraded Eagle Express is coming in this mid-December. We're underway right now. You know, the Eagle Express, it was Utah's first high-speed share. It served us really well, but it became more and more difficult to service. So we're upgrading it this summer. It's going from a four to a six-person share. It'll be really great for getting people up onto the mountain, especially with the good parking access over on that side. This is where a lot of our locals tend to start and end their day. You know, on a big powder day while other areas are under avalanche mitigation. This is kind of our core terrain. And then in the middle of the day, some just really great sunny groomers. So it's really important that we do everything we can to make this a really accessible part of the mountain. So it doesn't necessarily give you access to more of the mountain. It just gets you there quicker? Absolutely. And uh, we'll do its best, I'm sure, to keep those uh, lift lines down uh, a bit. That will be up and running in time for the season then? It will be uh, mid-December. Oh, mid-December. All right. And then some avalanche uh, control that uh, you guys have been working on as well. Yeah, some really cool technology. So last summer, we put in our first, and they're called Vison Towers, and these are remote avalanche control systems. We're putting in three more this year off of Fantasy Ridge in the Honeycomb Canyon area, and these are really cool. They allow our avalanche mitigation team to detonate explosions remotely in parts of the mountain that used to be really time-consuming to get foot traffic into to hand detonate. We can drop these charges and, you know, get that part taken care of while the crews are working on other parts of the mountain. It's a safer process, and ultimately it speeds it up and gets some of our most sought-after terrain open a little quicker. Well, that's what I was thinking about is that, uh, you know, there have been plenty of mornings, particularly this last season, where with all of the snow that we were blessed with, uh, it kind of delayed us getting onto the mountain. But anything you can do to speed that up will be welcome, and if it's done in a safer manner, that's even better. Absolutely. You know, the first tower we put in worked really well this winter, so that kind of proved that this is the right direction to go, and we're really excited to get these next three up. You guys have an opening date yet for the season? We do. We are looking at November 17th, conditions permitting. Last season, we were looking around the same time and ended up opening about a week earlier, so we'll see how the snow falls this year. Yeah, well, we've all got our fingers crossed that we can have a repeat of last year's snow performance, Uh, but Mother Nature's in charge here. I think we've all figured that out through the years. Also wanted to ask you about uh, whether it's too late to get some discounted tickets heading into the, the new season. Have we missed that window of opportunity? You know, the best place to score good deals on tickets is going to be buying them online in advance at SolitudeMountain.com. But as far as the season passes go or discounts going into the season, that ship has sailed, I guess. Um, prices have gone up, you know, especially with season passes. You always want to buy those as soon as you can in the, the spring or in the summer. But there's still some great deals on the Icon Pass out there. Anything new on the mountain this year as far as food services go that we should know about? You know, our... Red Wagon by Coca-Cola, that sweet food truck that opened up last year, is going to have a new home over at the Eagle Express. We know more people are going to be hanging out over there with the new chairlift. This can be a really nice, easy access spot to grab a quick bite between laps. 
Oh, that's fantastic. So much to look forward to. And now if Mother Nature will just do her job, we'll we'll all be smiling. Uh, Travis Holland, it's always great catching up with you. Thanks for joining me this morning. Thank you, Tim. We're going to take another break. We will come back and have more of KSL Outdoors Radio here in uh, just a minute. So stay with us. Nice to have you listening on this Saturday. It's time to get outside. This is KSL Outdoors, brought to you by Bear River Lodge. Two hours of stories and information on hunting. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do? in the face of an international disaster decades in the making. That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Fishing and high adventure. Our host is Tim Hughes on KSL News Radio. I couldn't resist uh, setting up the interview that way this week because uh, we're talking specifically about Bear River Lodge and all the beauty that has now arrived for the fall. Uh, as this interview airs on Saturday morning, it is officially fall meteorologically. And uh, boy, is it a great time to be up there with uh, some crisp air and those colors are changing. It's been an emotional day, I know, though, for my buddy Roger Eggett at Bear River Lodge. I didn't realize that this was the week, Rog, that uh, Raise the Future was up there. But as we speak, things are wrapping up. Yeah, good morning, Tim. It's Friday morning, as you mentioned, and it'll air Saturday. But uh, we've had Raise the Future in the house. They took every cabin for this whole week. We've had children and their families and the, and the support staff from Raise the Future. It's been just an awesome week up here. Tell everybody that haven't heard our conversations, if I'm not mistaken, this is your third year of involvement. Um, we've talked about them in the past, but many people may not have heard our conversation about what this organization is exactly. Yes, Raise the Future is the formerly known Adoption Exchange. So they work with children, and they take care of children, and they get them with families. And if you want to get involved with a group, please go to – I'm sure they have a website, Raise the Future. Just Google it. Um, help them out. Make a donation. This, this, this organization is incredible. So we support it. This is our third year supporting it. And, you know, I have the toughest job all week. I take them out on – side-by-side rides every day. So how's that job? Yeah. But what this does is it gives uh, those adopted kids and their new families the opportunity to really get away from all of the other influences of society, which quite frankly can be distracting to the important things in life, and gives them the opportunity to start building some memories and maybe uh, talk about things they wouldn't otherwise talk about. Right. You know, they get up here, it's beautiful, they get outdoors, but they also do classes and training. So the the young children, we have little ones, young as four and five here in the program. 
We have teenagers in the program, and they separate them into their age groups, and they'll do specific training with that age group, and then they have classes for the parents, classes for the siblings that are already in the family. Just, you know, and I'm not talking like I know at all. I don't. I get to observe, and I could be misspeaking, but they do a wonderful job. And the bonding that we see and the growth that we see in just one week, the the staff from Raise the Future are phenomenal, and the job they do is incredible. Well, it becomes emotional for both you and Jamie, I know. Yes, it does, and I'll tell you Tears have rolled down my cheeks a few times this week, and uh, today saying goodbye to all these. In just one week, we've made lifetime friendships, and they've. It's just been a wonderful experience. One last question: Do do these families come back the next year, or every year is it a new bunch for you? Both, some. So some, so they qualify for the program, and I have recognized that there have been some that have been here before, and some are new, and. Uh, it's just incredible. The work they do is just incredible. The experience we've had has been incredible. And, you know, to change topics a little, I took the parents on a ride yesterday, and, yes, it did snow on us. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you were reading my mind. I was wondering because I, I actually shared on my uh, Facebook a video from Snow Basin, and, my gosh, it looked like uh, we were a month later in the season here. Did you get much out of this? Well, you know, so – Yesterday was a designated parents' ride, so the children were in their classes and in their groups and in their activities, and the parents got to go out, and it started out just fine. But we got up on top of Mount Elizabeth, and the snowstorm hit, and when I brought these poor parents back, they were covered in sleet and snow and wet. (laughs) I've had to beg for forgiveness all day today. They've been uh, been asking, what are you trying to do to us here? Oh. But and the kids, I got to tease with the kids to tell them, that, you know, are your parents warming up yet? Because they froze. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I saw some of your social media posts. I didn't know that's who you had in tow with you. But, uh, boy, this weather certainly is telling the rest of nature that it's time to start putting on a show, isn't it? Yes, and the fall colors right now are spectacular. We, You know, I'll make some posts on my Instagram today where, from the ride yesterday, the colors are absolutely brilliant right now. And, you know, a lot go ride the Mare Lake Highway. There's snow up top. I'm sure Provo River Falls is spectacular. The colors are spectacular. So it's a fun time to get out and enjoy these outdoors. Well, and here's the thing. We might have somebody sitting out there that says, man, I'd love to see what you're seeing. Or maybe they've seen your post on social media and they say, we just don't have a machine to do that. That's never a good excuse because they can get one right from the parking lot there from tracks. Right. Come on up. We have the two-seaters, four-seaters, six-seater passenger machines. We have the cabins. You know, the, the, we built these cabins, and now this week paid off with the big new seven-bedroom cabins. To see the groups in there was phenomenal. So if you've got a big group, come use the big cabins. you got a little group, come stay in the studios. But uh, one other thing I got, Wednesday, a semi-load of snowmobiles is showing up. Uh-oh. They called me. They left Quebec yesterday. So... Well, that's a little earlier than you got them last year. Weren't there questions about whether you were going to get any? <laughs> last year we got a load in February, so this year a load in September, I guess. Okay. Yeah, that's progress. Um, all right. The other thing I want to make mention of people, because I think it's the perfect timing to be talking about it, is while everybody else is putting 
boats away and they're having to winterize them and then they're trying to figure out where do I park them? Do I actually find a nice dry, warm spot so they're out of the winter? And yeah, I still have to make payments. Trax Power Sports really is a, a, a great answer to all of that because you don't have to go through the depreciation of the purchase. You don't have to pay 7 or 8% interest. Let Roger do that on the loan. And uh, you don't have to uh, continue to do the repairs and the storage of everything. Yeah, if you want to get out and enjoy the outdoors, go to Tracks. We have that shop in Bountiful. We have a shop in Morgan. If you don't want to trailer them and take them somewhere, come up to Bear River Lodge and leave right from here and go enjoy the forest. All right. Do you still have the deal on the cabins you were ask, uh, offering the other day was stay one night, get another night free with the bigger ones? Yes, we do. So through the end of October. Actually, we're going to run it through November 20th. So if they want to, come on up, stay a night, get a night free. We'll hook you up, and we'll get you the same thing on machines right now. So go enjoy those fall colors at half price, which that's a great deal. Yep. It's the cabins at Bear River Lodge. What a great couple of days it would be for you to plan a weekend that way. Roger, I'll let you get back to it there. Thanks for all you do. Uh, Inside and outside of what we normally talk about, your heart is bigger than... uh, your pocketbook and your pocketbook's pretty good size, but I, I do appreciate you giving back to so many people. Well, Tim, take care. Have a great week, and let's get out and enjoy these fall colors. Absolutely. That's going to wrap this show for this week. I just want to remind everybody that uh, pregame for BYU Kansas. It is game one of the Big 12 conference season coming up at 1.30 today, but we start your pregame just an hour away at 9 o'clock. Enjoy your day of Cougar football here on the home of the Cougars, KSL News Radio. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, You need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.